0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball After Dark. This is Kirk Henderson and Josh Bowe. We are joining you a shade before 9 p.m. on Sunday, January 8th, 2023. Josh, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Okay. Okay. Um, Weird game. Yep. The Mavs kind of fell apart against the Thunder. Obviously, Luka Doncic doesn't play, so the Mavers fall 0-4 when he doesn't play. Uh. This was this was kind of a, a challenging one because on the one hand, you very much understand why they lost. Their superstar didn't play. On the other hand, they had a pretty good lead and, you know, the lead just got away from them uh, and they really got the, they lost it. The, against the game was primarily lost in the second quarter and the Mavericks just, you know, every time they'd fight a little bit then they'd get knocked back down and it's just, you know, it's expected i would have liked like i understand why they sat luca they got a road trip ahead they play a lot of games he's played a lot of minutes i don't know just you know it would have been nice to see them pull one out
1: yeah for sure i think what's disappointing about this game compared to the other luca list games is that it looked like they had a puncher's like puncher's chance on offense and that's usually the concern with no luca you're like well how are these guys going to score? And the Mavericks made, I mean, they shot 36% from three, they made 14 three-pointers. They outscored the thunder from the three-point line. And you're yep. like, man, like kind of feels like they, they lost this, like this, could, this would have been a really good one to steal. Like they doubled you're, you're up on, kinda on free throws. It. Yeah. You, they were, I mean, their offense wasn't really, I mean, it, it, it caught up to them. Uh, at points in this game, but I don't think the offense was a huge, huge reason why they lost. I mean, the reason is the defense. Um, And when you lose a game because the defense without Luca, like that's kind of a tough, that's a tough pill to swallow, regardless of what you want to say about Luca's defensive improvements or lack of improvements. Like uh, the fact that like anyone that watched this game, when they turned it off, if they asked, Hey, so what was it? Offense or defense? I mean, I'd have to imagine the majority would say defense, the thunder, Kind of did whatever they wanted, especially in that first half. They gave up 69 points to a Thunder team that is definitely friskier than like your Houstons and your San Antonios and your Detroit tanking teams, but they're still not a playoff team. They're not even a playing team. So, uh you know, it's tough. So Sergio Alexander is really good, but, you know, you let Lou Dort get three three pointers. You let some of these guys get some open looks. Uh, the rim was kind of, it was kind of a layup line at times in the first half. That's the part that's tough because three point shot variants, like some of that we've talked about before. You've talked about it with your friends Seth part now about how like that, some of that is just out of your control in terms of your defense. Um, but stopping guys from, from making layups is definitely within your, your control uh, on the defensive end of the floor and the Mavericks just they didn't have it tonight and they got a little bit better in the, in the second half, but I mean, it was you know, like, you know, they lost the game in the second quarter and they couldn't really come back from that.
0: Well, and you said they didn't really have it tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which they haven't had it for a while. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the surface area reasons why they, why they don't have it are pretty obvious. You know, right. when, when your three best defensive players are out, you're not going to play good defense. <laughs> I, I, there's i really don't know what to add to that it is it, you know i don't expect certain things from christian wood so it's like where when i i see folks talk oh christian wood's playing better defense doing da da, he's getting blocks that's just no i don't see that i don't I, but i don't expect it i just i'm not I, i'm not wish casting and and you know, when you win eight out of 10 games, you look for the the, the positive elements and you can see some negative elements, you know, and the defense is one of those things. But again, they won eight out of 10 games. What are you going to do? And until the, the you know, the guys come back from injury, Green and, and Dorian Finney-Smith, there's really not much, not much to do. Do there like they're just they're never going to play good rim defense this season? I just I don't think that's in their being. There's and a weird lost section. De-
1: they lost their best rim defender, Maxi. Right.
0: We don't know when he's coming back if he does come back. And there's this weird section of fans that really like. I've seen some like clamoring for McGee, and I don't know how to explain this to people. Like Javale McGee is very tall with very long arms. That is things that he is, but that has never equated to good rim defense. And don't throw Lakers numbers at me because they they were—he wasn't that good then, you know, three years ago. But I don't know. That's fine. Like it's this is just sort of who they are, and we've talked about it a lot. It probably chafes kids' sensibilities, but they—they've you know leaned into the offense a little bit more. And they've gotten what they've gotten. I mean, the, you know, Tim Hardaway shot six of eighteen tonight, and the quality of shots that he gets are just very different when he plays with Luca, which is obvious. He can't break anybody down off the dribble, so he's forcing a lot of shots.
1: It's just this, this was this one felt same for same for Dinwiddie as well. They both played mm. very
0: similar shooting games. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Geez, yeah. look at that. Those two are combined twelve of thirty-four. That's tough. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Tim actually was pretty good on threes. Um, like mm. you said, it was just they were the team is as, as a whole was pretty good on three. Well they it hit their just...
0: first four threes. Yeah. And then they hit <laughs> they got like 10... a what, a twelve to
1: three or twelve to five lead, and I was like, Okay, maybe yeah. this is just one of those games where they just ride an, a a hot shooting night and they they get a lucky win. Um, but yeah, it was not in the cards.
0: So they went they went ten to thirty five the rest of the way after after making those. Um Still a low turnover game, which I think is is interesting and good. Uh, yep. The fact that this team can control the ball is up there. It's just you get you get to this you get to the second half of of the bench at all, and it's just it's when you're missing this many guys, what are you gonna do? I mean, I, I saw uh, tease tease my friend Reddit Mavs, who's like, I don't know who any of these guys are. This is, one of these guys sounds like a two K creative player. and I'm like, I, I might. I then tweeted out, like our our bench reads like a list of 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 Skyrim NPCs. Like I don't, <laughs> the, you know, who, who, if you weren't a mass fan, would you know who who Wright the fourth is and Penson and Lawson and no. You know, I, I'm but trying then, to think, is there anything else that's really it's, interesting? <laughs> I mean,
1: it's I'm probably going to have to write about the defense after this game, not like a breakdown, but just kind of like the numbers because I feel like it's. Our man is talk. I think has been the only one I've seen really talking about it. Cause I think with Luca and the way this team plays on offense off, like that just is the conversation. And it's also because it's easier to diagnose offense and defense because the defensive data is just not very reliable. Like it is for offense. So it's easier to talk about it, but uh, last two weeks they're 22nd in the league in defense 118.7 points given up per hundred possessions they're now 18th on the season. So, uh, it's not as bad know. as I would have thought. No, it's not. And I think it's because they had a nice little, you know, you played Houston and San Antonio a couple of times. Uh, it, that definitely helped. Um, so we'll see. Like, I think they, they got close to top 10 in defense toward the end of that winning streak. So mm-hmm. that just kind of goes to show you what's happened in the last couple of games. Um, Unfortunately, the NBA box score data has not updated like the shooting charts because I really wanted to look up how many shots at the rim OKC got
0: tonight um, because it felt like a lot. Uh, It is, but I – like so is that more on the – just like using your eyes and what you understand about this team, is that more on the Mavs defense or the fact that Shea Gilius-Alexander drives more than any player in the league by a significant margin?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing they can do about Shea um to me it was like other guys getting involved like look at okc's bench and and if you look at the box score and you look at their shooting numbers um three for six three for six one for two three for four like i mean those guys shouldn't be getting you know those guys your bench against a bad team shouldn't be getting you know it's not like they got the bench got unreasonably hot from three a couple of guys made some threes but you know uh, former maverick amarui was three of six from the floor, six points. He's not taking any threes. Um, you know, Terrence Mann didn't make any threes, and he scored six mm-hmm. points on three or four shooting. You, you know sh- what Shea did, you kind of expect, but um, you know, uh, Kenrich Williams had a re- like scored fourteen points on eight shots. Um, it just you know, obviously Shea's dribble penetration set some of that up, but they were just yeah. getting they were just kind of getting smoked in one on one situations, which is just. And I don't like know, there's it's nowhere to go from there. there. Yeah.
0: Like, like it just, <laughs> yeah. you can't, that's not something that's improving. I mean, we, we've kind of beat the bullet horse to death. I, I'm just sort of settled on the fact that I think they may try to move him. I really, I never would have said that, but I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to move him. He's an affordable contract with a good reputation. Yeah. It's, maybe. it's brutal.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the other thing I noticed, I tweeted it, but uh Christian Wood had, you know, you talked about how the team didn't, you know, only twelve turnovers, which was good. Wood had four mm-hmm. of them, and something I'm noticing, he had a, I mean, he had a pretty solid game offensively. Defensively, he's he's part of the problem at the rim, yeah. Um, but offensively, like he had another good game. But something I think his next step is going to be, I don't know, you know, if it's with Dallas or with another team, like, wherever it's going to be. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but teams are starting to pick up on like how good he is at getting the ball to the basket you know like the scouting report feels like it's catching up a little bit mm. and i feel like teams are really trying to get him to commit cheap offensive fouls right outside the charge circle like guys Ooh. are trying to like step in and take charges uh smaller guys are rotating and he's like elbowing guys and i feel like the next step for him is like he needs to recognize when he's good going to the rim is the guy that's rotating over trying to take a charge if so like control yourself pass out or make that little floater um, or are they trying to contest and when they're trying to contest i mean he's great like he's great at finishing through contact so he's got that part down but i feel I like he'll fix that yeah yeah he that's something like that kind of, you watch tape
0: and you get repetition yeah. like, petition against it i just something i mean, I mean it's like the last i don't, I don't think on defense he could you could show him film and be able to change what he what he what he ought to do <laughs> because i don't yeah. think he has the reaction time frankly he doesn't have yeah, the risk ro-
1: but the rotations are slow
0: yeah, sure. but but offensively, it's like uh, with that stuff under his body control, which is really good. I think that's something he he figures out. Yeah, for sure. That's, um, a good, uh, that's an interesting
1: point. I should All probably right. write about it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, you know, what else is there to talk about? No, Luca, kind of the result. And the only thing that surprised me again was when usually when it's no Luca, it's like a ninety-eight, eighty-nine game. Yeah. Um, so like. The defense, like, a lot of people are going to write this game off because it's a scheduled loss into Luka, second out of a back-to-back, but the defense needs to, like, they don't need to be elite. Like, I don't think anyone has, like, an expectation of them getting back into the top 10 since they've, you know, they have no KP, no rim defense, and they have no maxi, no rim, you know, their, their two best rim defenders from last season are gone, Yeah, and they're their best perimeter defenders are all out, you know, Dorian and and Josh Green are hurt. Reggie seems to have lost a step. Like, so, you know, I don't think they just need to be a little bit better. You know, like they need to try to get to average because they're below average right now. And I don't think that's going to do them good in the second half if they can't get that closer
0: to average. I think you're right. Well, everybody prepare yourselves for a late week. Um, God. I mean, all things considered, yeah, it, we've it been lucky. Be There's the, yeah. the Tuesday game against the Clippers starts at nine thirty local. That's brutal. Yeah. <clears throat> the Thursday game against the Lakers is at nine PM on TNT, but again, it's a Thursday game. You're heading into your Friday. You, everybody can go to work brain dead. Then there's a a Saturday nine PM game and a Sunday eight PM game, both against Portland. One of those two games is going to be awful. I just don't know which one. <laughs> um this is, is that's my take uh we had one of our guys just basically predicting a two and two which i'd be happy with two and two road trips suck um i though i i sort of secretly think the mavericks just figure out like the clippers are in disarray unless both luca and, and both unless both Kawhi and paul george play but zach lowe said something on his podcast so day it's going to tickle me for the rest of the year that he hopes the clippers research and paper into load management is going well ben. <laughs> Because they just don't play like they just yeah they it, don't the stuff they, they do is stupid and, and that's why they're not winning more and
1: it's it's like I mean not to talk about another team too much but it's all it's Kawhi like I mean yeah. that's why yep. he left San Antonio like he kind of runs when he plays like that's not an organization
0: everybody thing. gets in their heads about the Lakers and LeBron but I just I just don't care they won their first <laughs> division game yesterday their really? first <laughs> division game it's game forty yeah. like don't care and then you the, know, the, if the, the Mavericks lose Portland. to them
1: what's that. And I was gonna. I, I cut you off. I was gonna say. And then after the two LA teams, it's Portland and Luca yeah. Owensport. Like I, I, you
0: know, five hundred will be great if they lose one. If they lose three of them, then I'm gonna be a little eh. But you know, this this schedule's a bit of a march. But I'm looking kind of you know doing the look ahead thing real quick. February, and that's of course right around All Star break. Tomorrow, tomorrow also represents a month out from the trade deadline. By the way, so everybody knows which is February 9th. Um February is a little more interesting to me, and then March is just a murderers row of important games for the Mavericks if they want to do stuff. So it's just right now it's about notching wins and keeping their head above water. They're fourth in the West. Like what yeah. it you know, what what can we there's no real bitching to be done. No, nope. Not even from me. Oh. Wow. I know. Put that on your tombstone. All right. <laughs> all right guys we'll be back on tuesday night late and hopefully not talk very long because the mavericks will beat the pants off the clippers so this has been kirk henderson and josh bow stop by mavs money ball we got a number of things we threw up a lot this weekend interestingly enough because the back-to-back but other other reasons and then i got three or four things scheduled already for tomorrow may might have more just because i did one of these interesting uh it's like the SB Nation Reacts surveys they had me do. And um, mm-hmm. I, the question was, um, you know, did the seven game win streak change your expectations? Uh, and I, I got a 50 50 split, which was really interesting. It's <laughs> amazing. Me. Yeah, it's that's and, and that dead in the middle. And like, there's a lot of voters in these things. So it's just it's an interesting thing. Anyway, that'll go up. And then there's a trade There's I put together all the Mavs trades rumors that that have happened so far. And they're hilarious included. It's just, I, I love trade season. Now that Donnie's no longer involved, because that means the Mavericks names are actually in stuff. So, <laughs> all right, Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow, please rate and review us. Appreciate your support. Everybody have a great start to your week. Bye guys.